I'm here today with Dolphin Buck Masters out of Austin, Texas. So Dolphin, yeah. how's it going? It's going awesome, honestly. Uh, 2020's been a fantastic year. Um, it's been interesting to watch, but uh, it was it was cool to see. Uh, I you know. I think challenges like this really tell you it's it's really a test for do you have the right people in the right places, and so to you know to to have hit everything that happened in March with with COVID and kind of be able to go to the team, lock arms and go, hey guys, we're going to get through this. I don't know how, I don't know what's going to come up, but whatever it is, we're going to do it. And um, like just yeah, watching the team buckled down and everybody, you know, kind of lined up and did the things that they needed to do for their portion of, uh, of the business. And God, it's been, it's, it's been really neat to watch everybody just fire on all cylinders and, and push through. Um, and so, you know, like a lot of people in the industry, we'll end this year up, you know, by a good bit, uh, which is super cool. Um, and, uh, and yeah, just, you know, being with a team that's thriving, right, is is a really, it's a really fantastic experience. So uh, your yeah. team you've got in place. Talk to us a little bit about the history of, of Bug Masters. It's yeah. hard for me to say Bug Masters, obviously with Bug Busters. It's, yep. You know, we're not in the, you know, not the same name company, but it's hard. <laughs> it doesn't roll off my tongue as well. No. So, but tell us a little bit about the company. For sure. Uh, where for you sure. guys started and, and how yeah. it came about. Um, so, uh, you know, much like you, my dad started our company, started in 1981. Um, you know, we started with a B&G and a Volkswagen Bug and, um, you know, knocking on restaurant doors, right? And, um, um, you know, over those years, um, you know, from 81 till now, we went from, you know, one person to, uh, you know, we're in the low 70s of people. Um, three offices. Um, we have this office here in Austin. We've got an office in Temple, and we've got an office in Houston. Um, and and over those years, the so Joe Cantu, who's who's my business partner, he joined Bugmaster in '85. I want to say '85, '86, mm -hmm. something like that. Um, and uh, and. He and my dad became business partners in. God, I'd be lying if I said the year because I don't. I don't really know the year. I want to say it was around 2000, but I could be like off by a decade. Um, and um, and so, so you know, Joe's been part of the company since we were you know five people or I don't know how many people it was then, but it was a much smaller operation. Um, and uh, and Javier, who's who's my Austin branch manager, he's been here for 27 years, um, and um, and really the people who we think of as new have been here for three, four years, right? That's great. I mean, that's uh, how you build a company. It's, it's it, tenured employees. Yeah, and um, so you know, it's it's a lot of people who've been here and driven those changes over the years, and uh, have have driven the growth and. You know, been here through thick and thin, um, but um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's the the team that's kind of organically come about over time. Yeah. Um, you know, but it, everybody everybody really gels and has that kind of shared vision of 
of where we're headed. So talk to us a little bit about the makeup of the company and since 1981, you know, you went from yeah. the B&G and the Volkswagen Bug <laughs> to, you know, doing restaurants and obviously, what's, y'all's co- what's the company makeup now? Yeah, it's, it's a good question. So, um, and, and it depends a little bit by branch, but, um, you know, we, we aren't really specific to one, one specific type of account or something. We, we run the range from you know, hospitals to restaurants to, to residential homes um, and, and multifamily. So multifamily is a big part of our, our model as well. Um, and like in, in Houston, we do predominantly multifamily. Um, our, our Temple branch is, is a pretty good split between commercial and residential and Austin is a pretty good split between commercial and residential. Um, and, and we have a growing multifamily presence in, in Austin. Um, but uh, so each branch is a little bit different. Um, Austin and Temple probably weigh a little bit heavier on the uh, on the commercial side. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of comes from our historic business development strategy. Um, you know, we've run an outside sales team forever. I think because my dad kind of came from outside sales, and you know, that was the model. That, that's that the model, yeah. um, and so you know. It, it's um, yeah. I mean, he, he's been doing outside sales since '81, um, and so you know, most of that activity is focused on commercial business. Obviously, right. we've never been a door knocking company in terms of residential, right? Um, and you know, that's just hasn't been a marketing strategy we've used. But um, but so because of that, you know, these businesses in Austin and Temple have have weighed. Probably more heavily on the on the commercial side, but n- not in a super lopsided way. We're not one of those like ninety percent commercial right. and ten percent residential. So when you yeah. know, obviously, when COVID came through in March, you know, it, it really you were commenting earlier that your your company is you know going to have a successful year, mm-hmm. despite one of the craziest things that's ever happened to sure. the, to the globe, <laughs> <laughs> not just the United States, but For globally. Sure. Um, and it's 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 crazy to say that because we do all of us have friends in other industries that we're like oh my gosh and you're like you're trying to keep quiet they're like hey we actually are doing okay this year yeah. or some of our friends in totally different industries are completely gone uh, yeah. and so you were saying like at the beginning y'all were you know a lot more commercial you know out there with the Volkswagen Bug and the B and G and the restaurants yeah. and so you are diverse and so yeah. that's helped this year by being diverse. Did you see any side effects with your commercial side at all? Yeah, we certainly did. Um, and, um, you know, I mean, we've been part of the Austin community a long, long time, right? And and a big part of our business is restaurants, bars, uh, you know, some of the hardest hit industries, um, and offices. And office managers have been hit these years, too, this year. Uh, but... Um, you know, in, in a lot of those relationships, you know, we kind of went to them and said, hey, we get it. Uh, you know, we're going to work with you. Yeah. Figure out how to how to get through this and what makes sense. And, uh, you know, because those aren't one-year relationships, right? Those are 30-year relationships. Um, you know, you're talking to people who are having really tough times in their business. And so, you know, for us, it was important to, you know, approach that as a, as a community member, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but, yeah. I mean, we've seen a lot of businesses, especially in in those those parks in in hospitality, um, 
really struggle. Um, and, and we've definitely seen uh, some of those businesses go away, unfortunately. Um, and, uh, you know, th those have been tougher parts of, of the year. But, um, but the nice thing is that, you know, because we weren't struggling as much, uh, you know, it, it didn't hurt as badly to kind of, you know, give people pay us when you can terms. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, which that, that's not We're from credit card. You know, we've been switching everybody from years from debt 30 and debt 60 on the commercial side right, the, to, you know, credit card only. Right. And then the, all of a sudden it's like, but you just pay us when you can. Yeah, the re return to pay us when you can terms, you know, that, that's not one you really put on a business plan. Yeah. Um, you know, not the most popular strategy for improving your business. But uh, but to us, that was really important as the right way to treat right. people who treated us right yeah. for a long time. So, um, and obviously we didn't just do that for, you know, we didn't send out a letter that right. said that. We had certain. Uh, did your you know, sales clients. team handle a lot of that? Did the relationships were there, or sometimes? Yeah. Did? So, so it, it was, it, it was a variety of people. Um, we do have a role internally. Uh, we refer to as a senior account manager, um, and and that person handles, uh, you know, things like cancellation uh, requests and and different things like that. Um, Excuse me, and, and he handled a portion of those, but obviously on the sales side, a lot of those relationships, those really long relationships, right. are very established with a an outside salesperson, and and so in a lot of those cases that came up. Um, yeah, well, you ain't like walking around your facility. I see these uh, signs up everywhere. Obviously, uh, disinfected, disinfected by Bug Masters, and yeah. that's pretty pretty cool. Um, we'll have it on here. Well, a, a steal of it, but talk to us a little bit. It looks like obviously you guys went into the disinfected side of the business, or may have been in well, it beforehand. No, let me tell you what happened. It, I um, this was back in March, right? And you know, I I I think of this story as a story about the team. So so we do we do a weekly uh, sales call training. We do uh, just a meeting with the sales team. Um, and it's it's got a variety of topics in it, but you know, this was a meeting where, you know, the sales team's super uncomfortable, right? <laughs> you don't know how to do your job with everything going on. Uh, you don't know if you're going to be able to sell any pest control, right? Uh, you know, March was a was kind of a scary month right. uh, in terms of the unknown, and so uh, you know, I, I knew a little bit about disinfecting. Um, and um, and I I'd, I'd done a bit of research going into this meeting, but uh, you know I went into this meeting and again we got an outside sales team. Right? I just said, uh, hey guys, I'm not saying I will, but if I were to spin up disinfecting, if I went and you know got us sorted on this, sourced the product, sourced the equipment, got the training, if I got that done, could you guys sell it? And uh, I said, here's the deal. I'll put this challenge out. You guys go get me prospects this week. Go, go spend this week, talk to your clients, talk to people you know, talk to whoever. And, uh, you know, if you can bring me a pipeline, I'll spin this up. And, uh, you know, just put the challenge out there, right? right? 
And, and honestly, it really energized the team to have a product that, you know, they felt like could do something, uh, that could open up some conversations. Um, the, uh, at the end of that week, we had a solid handful of, like, ready-to-go prospects. And um, so, so all right, well, sounds like you guys can sell it. Let's do it. And, um, you know, the, we, we, we did have to source some different equipment. We do it with electrostatic. Um, and and those, the, that equipment was a little bit tough to find. Um, and, and then finding the right product to, to actually do it, it, it involved a bunch of research. But, you know, I mean, that, that's my job, right? Yeah. <laughs> Go figure that stuff out. And so, um, so you know, we we uh, we knew that we already had the the expertise in terms of you know making applications and understanding labels, understanding how to apply products, and so um, you know just getting familiar with that segment. Um, it wasn't a massive stretch for us operationally. Um, you know, I I don't want to do something that we can't be expert in. So uh, you know, being able to sort of lean into that research and and really understand what we were doing was important. Um, you know, we didn't want to just kind of toss it in and right. say, hey, we'll do this too. Um, we wanted to actually understand it and get good at it. And um, so, uh, but yeah, that, that story really begins in the sales meeting where the yeah. sales guys needed. I mean, the signs are great. I mean, uh, I really like that. I, Thank you. I haven't clicked on the QR code to see where it drives me. I'm, I'm assuming it drives me back to your your website or some sort for marketing purpose. I hope so. You hope so. <laughs> <laughs> the marketing yeah. manager yeah. hopefully was part yeah. of that, right? Jesse better have made that happen. Yeah, no. but it's, I mean, it's, it's really great because, I mean, it's, you know, it's branding for you. Yep. And it's, you know, a new service line for you that you're going to run with, I'm assuming now. Yeah, I mean, I, I think as long as there's a, a, a market for it, we, we like it as a product. Um, you know, um, and I, you know, I, I guess it depends on on what what uh, what you sort of consider successful. I mean, it hasn't become a massive portion of our business or anything like that. I think I think we invoiced I don't know seventy or eighty thousand dollars worth of disinfecting this year, which isn't nothing for us. Um, you know. But it wasn't like it tripled our business, right? Uh, but it's seventy or eighty thousand dollars in restaurants that may not have paid over that same period of time. Yeah, well, you know, you know what I'm saying. Like that's it's good, and it was also something that a lot of those clients really needed to figure out a partner to get done. Right, um, and so to you know to be able to to help them out in a way that they needed, um, you know, was was really important. And um, you know, obviously, like we see ourselves as a as a public health. Service, right? That that's that's the sort of thing we do, and so we, we do think that it fits in with kind of core mission, um, you know, and that it that it makes sense in terms of our service line. So, um, that's so yeah, good. it's a good number. I mean, because I've been on the road now and been meeting with a number of guys and uh, in the industry and talking with them for the last few months, and yeah. you know, there's companies that are much much larger than us that tried and completely failed at it. You know, and and then there's companies that are smaller than us that have succeeded astronomically yeah. on it, and, and it's crazy to be sitting there at a stoplight and 
you know, once you're in, you know, in the industry, you're like, I see a bug truck everywhere, right? Sure, yeah. And then all of a sudden, once we were in the dis, you know, doing a little disinfectant, yeah. I start seeing these pop-up disinfectant trucks everywhere, and I'm like, yeah. How in the world did this happen? You know, for so sure, it's for that sure. entrepreneurial spirit of the yeah. American dream too. So, but to do what you've done in that limited amount of time, that's I, I wouldn't. I'd say that's a success of the team. Oh, I really would. Well, and 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 again, honestly, that credit goes to the the field sales team. Like you know, and and it all started in that meeting. Um, and just with a simple question of, hey, if I spin this up, can you guys... And I like the way you did it, too. It wasn't from a top-down, and that's a great approach yeah. that a lot of us, you know, we're top-down kind of guys at times. Yeah. But the way you brought it to the table, saying, hey, I'm going to research this. You go get the prospects, and if you think it's good, we'll do it. Instead yeah. of, hey, guys... This is something new. We're gonna do it, and then they yeah. have to get on board with it. So that was a great approach. Yeah, and I mean that's a big part of my leadership style. Um, and you know, honestly, one of the things about it was it was just spirit boosting, right? Like yeah. it was a month where everybody was scared, and to to put something out there that people really felt like, man, I can hit the ground and I can make some sales, right? Um, you know, and to to watch the team go from like, man, I don't I don't know what's going to happen what next do? month to go, yeah. I'm going to have a great sales month because I'm I'm able to put some contracts on. Um, you know, that that was really cool, and you know, I, I see that as a big part of my job. It's to you know help people see a vision where where the success is, right? So um, so yeah, uh, but. I mean, the, the credit on on the success there really does go to that team that was able to, you know, go get those contracts lined up and, you know, the learning how to do a part of it. Yeah, that's so great. That's that's our wheelhouse. So 2020, something's coming to an end. Yep. Uh, some of us say we can't get here any faster, right? Sure. But, you know, obviously 2021 is going to have an asterisk. An asterisk with it as well until we uh -huh. see what happens in the next in the near future yeah talk to us about 2021 what are you looking at i mean we're in your facility here it's a great facility here in austin yeah, right you. on the interstate great visibility yep. large building <laughs> lots of room for people mm -hmm. nobody's here uh majority yeah. of the team works from home now you and, true. You, you and i talked about this earlier like you know uh -huh. as long as i have my laptop or actually my cell phone i can work anywhere yeah. What, what, what are you looking at in 2021, and how has 2020 shaped you looking at 2021? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a really good question, Court. Um, so, uh, you know, the real estate, how our offices look is, is, is a pretty big question. Um, and, you know, really with how 2020 has, has run, um, you know, like you mentioned, we're we're primarily work from home now. Um, our our branch managers do come into the branches because uh, you know we need to get chemical and send chemical out, and you know there's there's a few uh, kind of logistic things at the physical locations that need to get done. But you know principally our locations are warehouses for you know materials and supplies right. to to go out, and then there's a little bit of administration, but. But yeah, to your point, most of that stuff is, is happening remotely. Our customer service team is principally remote, and, uh, and frankly, that's worked really quite well. Um, and for the most part, people are happy with that. 
with that work set up, they, they like it. Um, so, you know, just from a, from a kind of administrative standpoint, um, you know, I, I don't see us switching to back to fully opening the offices anytime soon. Um, you know, and even when that happens, I think this has taught us that, that work from home uh, can be a desirable thing and that it can be a functional part of, of how we can run a, an operation mm -hmm. and that we can do it successfully. So, uh, you know, and I, I do think before this, a lot of the, a lot of the work from home uh, shyness, uh, I think mostly had to do with fear over the ability to manage it. Right. If everybody goes home, how am I going to know anybody's doing anything? Yeah. Um, you know, which is a, a fair question, and it, it turns out we have a bunch of tools to, to do that. So I, I see us really kind of keeping with that, really because it improves our workplace. Mm. Right? People like it. Um, and, you know, that's a valid reason to keep doing something, in my opinion. Um, then, uh, and... You know, one of the things that really struck me, too, is as a pest control business, we've run a remote workforce since 1981. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Like, it, you know, people would come in, you know, there, were, there were years tickets. Where, where people would do that. You know, but we've been, like, we've been on mobile uh, work the, orders. The dolphin. Remember since, the old dolphin? Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, well, and... You know, I'm trying to think of the year we went and did that, but like 2006 or something. You know, it's it's been a long it's time. Been a long time. Uh, and so, you know, in terms of the field, um, you know, we're now doing remote meetings, right? Like we're doing those video. Yeah. Um, and I don't know how much of that I see changing uh, because it really reduces travel time and it hasn't dramatically impacted the quality of the meetings. Um, and, uh, and honestly, in cases, I think it has improved the quality of meetings because you kind of have to be more efficient. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's, there's a little bit more order to who speaks when, and, you know, you don't end up in all these sidebars where, you know, a couple people are chatting, uh, you right. know, your meeting is, is, can be more efficient, uh, in these remote ways. So, uh, you know, I, I see those things really staying and um, you know the the Austin market in particular just has not slowed down yeah um, and that's I when I, this is my first time to Austin yeah which is crazy well, I can't <laughs> believe I've never been to Austin you know and every and you, you should have chosen a different year for I, your first trip yeah you know, uh, no, no life music a downside of coming yeah. to Austin is you know not seeing live music right <laughs> but uh, it reminds me of Atlanta a lot. Rolling Hills, city, yeah. you know, total diversity, interstates everywhere with construction. It reminds me of, of Atlanta a few years back, you know, because uh -huh. it is a little bit smaller than Atlanta, yeah. not by much. Uh, and it's interesting with that dynamic, you know, of, of crazy growth. Houston, crazy growth, big city Houston, too. Crazy growth, yeah. uh, you know, historically, we had to have our offices 
so that our guys could get in, get paper tickets, and yeah. bring in checks, and and you know you didn't have voice over IP phone systems, so you had a different person in each area because of the yellow pages and yeah. all the old stuff that we used to I, do, right? Yes. And now, it's we we started moving that distance when we all switched over to handhelds in 06 or 04 when we did it, you know, and we kept moving, moving, moving the needle, and now it's like okay. We have these buildings with less and less people in them. Do we need such big buildings? Do we need? Yeah. Can we? Can now our customer service team work remotely because the technology is caught up to them? It already caught up to our, our guys in the field, but yeah. now it's caught up to our office team. And what's the, where is it going next? You know, like uh, where is yeah. it going in 2021, 2022, and 2023? Yeah. Because it's not our industry has always been remote. Really, it has, like you said. Yeah, it's not everybody else's industry was remote and what are these young millennials coming up with technology wise that will benefit all of us even more uh, and in these cities that we're fortunate enough that our businesses are located in are going to continue to grow and have more traffic so what's the worst thing we can do in our industry have to make a guy drive in or a gal drive in an hour and a half from wherever their service area is you know, it may only be 20 miles, but it takes an hour and a half because of traffic to come into a meeting to drive another hour and a half back out. What does that, yeah. what's that do for them? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think, I think the, the enabling us to, to, to effectively communicate over, over these large distances using, you know, video technology and, and some, some of those, you know, pretty readily available tools, um, yeah, it's, it's eliminated a lot of those those kind of frustrating um, commutes, and um, you know, obviously, we still need our offices as warehouses for materials and supplies, which you know that's that's not ever going to change, I don't think, for us. But um, but yeah, I, I think there's a lot of, of pretty cool things that that have come out of this that that I see I see us carrying forward. Um, you know, and, and just as a as a person, I try to look for the things that I want to to keep. Um, you know, the the things that have been the the benefits more than than the negative sides of this. And I I don't mean that to sound Pollyanna and to diminish the the challenges. Obviously, there've been a bunch of challenges, but um, but really, as I look back on the year, I I like to really look at you know what are, what are the what are the positive things that we, we're right. seeing coming out of that, and that's that's why that is where my, my focus is. Yeah. So one of the biggest challenges I think that I have would continue to be even more and more remote. And I think most of us do that, you know, our job, you even talked about it. Your job was like, Hey, my job is to do the research to figure out if this disinfectant is going to be good for us as yep. business. You know, I always say my job is basically broken down to, you know, safety, service, sales, and culture and culture is, is usually number one. How are you looking at your company culture going forward? You've got a good culture. I've met a ton of your guys over the years at different meetings. Yeah. Um, what are you doing for your culture? Because that's a hard challenge that we're all facing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's interesting. I, I feel like a lot of times people will talk about culture and they're talking about things like, you know, ping pong tables and basketball courts. Uh, and... Um, and I guess I see it a little bit differently, you know. Um, to me, culture is about character. Um, it's about that that 
um, just insistence on treating people right every day. Um, and, or at least that's what, what I see our culture as. And so, um, I, you know, the, to, to me, it's, it is just in the overall atmosphere of, of doing this. And so, you know, kind of, kind of just keeping that as the background drumbeat, right? And, and as we look at, at the, the different, uh, say, things that we want to implement, right? Looking at these from, how can we look at these technologies to enable people to, to make their lives better? Uh, to make other people's lives better, whether it's, you know, improve the workplace so that, you know, this person or that person has an easier job, um, you know, and, and wanting that to be part of what we lean into. Um, you know, to to me, it's, it's making sure that our actions are in line with that culture that we really want to live. Thank you for having me here today. Thank you for sharing your information with the, the, the uh, readers out there and the vloggers out there that are listening in. So, but thanks for your good. time and thank you to Control Solutions uh, for supporting our our, uh, our conversation.